0: Hi everyone, this is John with Out of Character. This is going to be another uh, more of a GM tip thing. We will be getting back to some actual play stuff soon. We've got plans to record a bunch of new stuff for y'all in July, so if that's something you're interested in, please be patient just a little bit longer. We I do want to take also a brief moment to announce that our Patreon is completely redone for the Umth millionth time. And uh, what we're going to be doing going forward is we're going to be running games set in our homebrew setting of Oranel. I will be your GM for those games. They will only be available to our patrons, and the first one is going to take place on July 31st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. If that were to change for some reason, I would, of course, let you all know. Sorry for plugging it, but it's the only way to get the information out to everybody who actually listens to the podcast. So, moving forward. Today, I want to talk about justice. In this instance, I want to kind of talk about how systems of justice might work in a variety of role-playing games. Um, It's one of those things that comes up a lot. Uh, One of the things I used to do Is when I was starting out as a GM, I ran a game at our local library for teens and very, very young kids. And this also applies to most games that I run for adults. Basically, every time you run a game, there's going to be someone who immediately wants to break the law or steal things. Whether it's a horse, uh, you know, a random pouch that someone sees or, you know, tools or a magical item, what have you. Usually, a lot of the, especially when you have like rogues and thieves, and er, almost every system has some kind of like person who steals things as like their their proficiency. It's almost inevitable that you're going to kind of like bump up against the law at some point or another. You tend to be, you know, your adventurers, your heroes, your villains. You are characters who, by your very nature, you are too large and too important in your world to avoid bumping up against law and order and, uh, you know, justice and these things. So one of the things I suggest early on in your campaign, if you're GMing, is to take a hard look at how justice is going to work in your world and what the authority that administers that justice is. If you're playing a game that, uh, like, if you're doing, like, maybe a Star Wars game and you're doing something that is prior to the Clone Wars... And you say, okay, so we have the Jedi Order, who, yes, they are a lawful authority. They do have some ability to administer justice, but, you know, they're certainly not the, supre- the supreme authority that's doing that day-to-day on every world. Jedi tended to have, like, you know, you'd have, like, a sector guard who would oversee anything that a Jedi might need to see in a certain region of space. But there aren't enough of them to administer law and order everywhere. So that would usually be uh, either maybe Republic forces, uh, Republic security forces, or private security forces that were paid by the standing government of a planet, or maybe it's a mercenary force, whatever it may be. There's a large number of ways that justice might be administered in that setting. Um, If you're doing something more D&D-ish, maybe you're doing a game in the Forgotten Realms then you might say like, okay, our characters are in the Ten Towns, so justice is basically administered by the locals they, they, they probably don't have like, you know at best maybe there's a local militia with like a couple of people just to keep the peace, Uh, you know, arrest some drunk rowdies, but there's not this huge military force that's going to be administering justice wholesale the other thing to keep in mind is how is this body that is administering justice in your world or whatever world you're playing in, are they corrupt? Are they, you know, lenient? Are they very, like, by the book? All of these things kind of play into your character. You, this is like when you're doing a game and you're telling your players, like, you're kind of all interested in doing maybe... Uh, classic high fantasy game you also kind of want to remind like well this is kind of like how justice is going to work and be administered you know the lawful authority is the royal watch or what have you um if you're a fan of critical role and you're watching the new campaign then you know the crown's guard is kind of the lawful authority for that setting and they're kind of I, I guess they do their best, but they're kind of really corrupt and not the best so far from where I am in the series. Just kind of keep that in mind and be be realistic with people. Like, if someone says, like, I would really like to play a character who is, you know, uh used to be part of a town watch, which isn't that uncommon, um, then you definitely would want to have the discussion of, like, well, you might have been... Maybe you are corrupt, maybe you're a lawful evil character, and that's how you're playing this, or maybe your character who struggled against that corruption and that's why you're not part of the town watch. Or maybe that comes to a head early in your game and it kind of serves as a launching point for that character to make their way elsewhere in the world. Um, it's one of those things that I wouldn't spring on players. Uh, if you come to a, you know, a, a pocket of the world where it's like, well, yes, the lawful authority here is extraordinarily corrupt. That's a different case than saying like, well, the lawful authority everywhere is very, very corrupt. It's also helpful to kind of give people an idea of what the, um, the level of law is. Like, is this a setting that's like Dark Sun or Gamma World where things are more or less pretty lawless? Or is this a setting where, like, you know, Westeros or Star Wars, where, yes, there are laws. There are, you know, if you kill someone, there are consequences unless certain rules apply. Or you just get away with it. Um, it's handy to kind of sit and think about this as you're doing the game. If you're doing a campaign and someone's and everyone's like, "Well, we all want to be lawful evil," think about that a lot before you launch that. Maybe like say, like, "Well, if you want to be lawful evil, maybe we shouldn't do a setting here, or we shouldn't do the campaign in this setting. Maybe we should like move it to a little more lawless region of the world, or a compl- or a homebrew setting." Um, in the case of Orinell. The law was, you know, there was a god of justice who is, of course, Tylus of the Bloody Scales, and law basically was very different depending on which part of the world you were in. Um, in Orinelle, it was basically, you know, standard. You had, most people hadn't, you know, minor disputes that would easily be settled, and then, of course, you have criminals who are going to be dealt with by, um, varying degrees of punishment. Uh nothing extraordinarily out of the way there. Uh maybe your setting applies to trial by combat or something of that nature. Now of course, after what happens with in my homebrew setting Ornell with the Divine Intervention, where all of the gods are now dead, uh and the world is much changed from what it once was, uh there is no lawful authority. Basically, you have people who are trying to keep the peace as best they can, but they don't really have a a very organized system of justice like they did previously. So one of those things that you can definitely play with as a GM is, you know, like, well, normally you would have uh, a court system and a town watch and dungeons. Taking any one of those things away can really mess up a town or a settlement if you say like, well you don't have the sheriff or the town watch anymore, they've all disappeared, lawlessness erupts. If the court system is corrupt and there's just this huge backlog of cases, that's a problem. It's like, well, why is there this big backlog of cases? What's going on? Or, you know, like, well, the dungeons are flooded and we have nowhere to keep these prisoners. We need to get rid of them or have someone keep watch on them. Like, oh, well, luckily there's this group of adventurers here we can pay them to escort the prisoners to the next town over. Justice is one of those things that, it's a lot like weather. It's one of those things that it really does flavor your campaign. It tells a lot about your world, and it's something that you can change very easily from place to place to give different parts of your world, or whatever world you're playing in, a different flavor. Uh, Keldor Justice, if you're playing in Star Wars, is going to be very, very different than hut justice you know hut justice is going to be very very useful to the powerful and the rich and it's going to be extraordinarily corrupt versus keldor justice which is very orderly and lawful it's like this is the law you have broken the law this is the punishment move along we don't want to hear any arguments about it it is definitely something that i do i sorry to keep harping on this but i do think it's worth talking to your players as with most things before your campaign starts a lot of times this will tie to uh, characters who are playing up a certain class, like clerics. A lot of times it'll play into alignment. You know, a character's lawful good, or a character's lawful evil. What are the rules? Well, how's how's this apply? If you have someone who's trying to take advantage of the rules because of their alignment, then understanding the rules and how they're being applied. If everyone's like, oh yeah, there's a fine, but the fine is 15 gold, the fine is actually 20 gold. For me not to throw you in a dungeon and keep all the money that you just gave me. So just kind of keep all that in mind. It's something that is definitely worth playing with and thinking about. It's also one of those things that if you're doing a homebrew or you're doing your own original campaign, think about how these things are going to come up. You know, if your players are first-time players and they're like, we want to steal from a shop the first time we get somewhere. And, you know, it's like, okay, you you stole basic supply gear uh, and you were caught, and the town watch has arrested you, maybe the local, you know, captain of the guards, like, all right, look, you're clearly ill-equipped for adventuring. You have been arrested. I, I don't have space to keep you in the cells for very long, and honestly, I don't want to tie up the magistrate with a minor offense like this. So here's what I'm going to do. We're going to task you with going out and dealing with the problem, and once it's dealt with, we'll call it even. You keep the supplies, the problem is dealt with. If you fail, then you are also no longer my problem. Or you might say, like, okay, well, you stole these goods and you spend the first three days in the dungeon. And it's a, that could be a fun chance for them to roleplay out, Uh, you know, hey, you all, this is how you met. Of course, in Oranel, in, Oronel, in uh, Wanted in Oranel, the players started off as evil characters who all met in prison. It can be fun to play with these ideas, and um, it does kind of have a an, an interesting mirror against our world. You know, is the authority you know are they upright and true, or are they sadly far more flawed, uh, which is often the case? So just kind of think about that, and think about you know maybe you have different cultures in your setting. Uh, maybe in you know dwarven society in your campaign. Law and order is very much based on what clan you're from. Uh, if you're from a, a rich, influential clan, then you might say, like, okay, well, this clan has influence in the courts and kind of controls which way justice swings. Whereas, say, maybe in, you know, Goliath culture, justice is an individual thing. Uh, you know, there's no real, like, trials or magistrates or anything like that. It's basically like, you stole my blanket. I'm going to kill you. And everyone's just goes, well, you stole his blanket, so that's what happened. Just kind of give it some thought. Think about, like, how your world fits together and how that's going to affect your campaign and how it would inform the players in your game. So, yeah, that is pretty much just kind of what I wanted to run through for this time. Again, we will have more actual play stuff for you all soon. Sorry, it's been a while. It's, you know, we're working on it, and I'm editing as quick as I can. So... Uh, Again, if you are interested in being in our first patron-only game, that is going to be on July 31st at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Uh, It will be available to patrons only, so check out Patreon for more information on that if you're interested. Until next time, everybody, play more games and be safe. Bye!